And then we can do House Hunters Starfield Edition. This couple has $950,000 and they're 25 and... She does crochet uh, turtles. Her budget is $3 million. Welcome to episode 15 of Starfield with Normal People. My name is Michael, and as always, I am here with Dwayne. Hello, everyone. Hello, good people of the Starfield universe. They are good people, aren't they? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Except Wait. for that one person. <laughs> yeah, he's the There's worst. There's always one. <laughs> he's the worst. I'm so sick of him. We won't drop any names, but... Yeah. You know who you Gray are. Dingo. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, it's another great week in the universe of Starfield. I finally got around to un- unboxing that Starfield wrap. You sleeve. did, and you made a video for it yeah, up on our YouTube channel. Sure did. Which uh, was pretty cool. Actually, that is the perfect thing to show in a video because it's very visual. Yeah. Like when you were describing it to me on a previous podcast, I was like, kind of got a sense of what it is. But seeing it you know, on the video makes all the sense in the world. So thank I'm you for also, doing that. I'm not good at describing things. You're terrible. I'm just, <laughs> You're it's terrible just something I can't do. You were um, like, it's made of jello. Yeah. Um, it like, tastes of elderberries. I think it's acrylic. But yeah, if you, if you want to check that out, we will put the link in the show notes. But I got to say, I really like it. I really like having my Xbox now match basically my controller and all the other, the headset, all the other Starfield stuff that I have. So mm-hmm. that's nice. I'm into it. You get the car, your car wrapped, then it's going to be next level. <laughs> that would be. That would <laughs> That'd be, be cool, actually. Wait a minute. I would like mm. it. Yeah. You should do it. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. So check that out. You know how you can do like pictures of people on the window and it looks like they're writing in the car. <laughs> you should do like Sarah <laughs> on the Sarah, side. Sarah and oh. then the whole crew driving in my car. Barrett, just, yeah. Do you have any new tips for me? Uh, I have a random tip. Yeah. I just, I threw it at the top of our notes because I was like, this is a cool random tip because I hate ladders. Oh, yeah. Ladders in have long been the bane of video game players <laughs> through <Yeah>. the ages. <laughs> we we talked an entire podcast about ladders one time, I think. Yeah. So here's my simple tip. Just boost. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just boost, boost baby. up and then uh, just fall down. It's yeah. so simple. Like, I don't know why I haven't been doing this. Like, were I, you, do, you were doing the I'm you were climbing, grabbing onto the ladder, do, 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 climbing up. And, you know, it's this whole like 10 second feels like a 10 second. It's probably more like three, but yeah, it three seconds can feel like an eternity in, in video game time, especially because in my ship, yes, I'm still using the mantis in my ship. I'm like, is the cargo hold upstairs no it's not but there's a big cargo box up there and then now did i put that weapon in the captain's locker which Uh, is up by the cockpit or in the cargo hold which is also on the main level Um, i don't use the captain's locker at all it's kind of it's small at least on the mantis yeah i do i do everything in the cargo hold. sorry the razor leaf the razor i know i always want to call it the mantis too but yeah you're right the laser the razor leaf and this has concluded <laughs> your weekly... This has been your Mantis update. <laughs> People who do a lot of ship building, which I've done some, I really like it, but I need mm-hmm. to do more. They talk about sort of manipulating the game to not have ladders. Right. Have you seen that where people post, they're like, oh, two floors, no ladders. And like, and, and then I'll see people say like, it took me a while to to get no ladders. So it's literally a ship bonus. It's like when you're selling a car, 
slaps top of roof, <laughs> yeah. no ladders. Yeah, yeah. This baby this has baby no ladders. Has no ladders in it. No windows and no doors. So I need to look into that because I'm very curious what people are doing to mm-hmm. to not have ladders. I was suggesting in our Discord uh, during some discussion that the way that you can build outposts and then you can build from above. You know, above right. like can change the view, view, so it looks. Yep. Or you can go down and walk around and build that way. You can change the windows. I would love that for shipbuilding. Right. Why isn't Why, that in there? It seems it, like it'd be intuitive yeah. to uh, to have included that. It'd be really nice to walk around. Yeah, that and, whole isometric view is a little tricky in the shipbuilder. It is. Is it not? Yeah. It is because you you just see the the overall the, the view of the ship from the outside, but a lot of those parts, like the habs, they mm-hmm. they all have different like types. So what you have to build the whole thing and then finalize it and then go on your ship and you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't want that. I feel I like know. Bethesda's whole uh, building from Fallout 4, like the the base building in that and the shipbuilding in Starfield is cumbersome. Like it, yeah. it doesn't feel as intuitive as you like. It's weird how I feel like shipbuilding is intuitive, but only for the outside of the ship. It right. is not intuitive for the inside. And for people that want to role play like living in the ship, like especially yeah. if you make a big ship and if you have like workstations and crafting stations on your ship, mm-hmm. that's a place that you want to be hanging out a lot. And so you need to be able to build from the inside. Seems like here's a quick fix, like a an overlay that you can hotkey that shows quickly the inside somehow, yeah. like a, yeah. a map sort of looking thing maybe. I saw a post where someone mapped out what the game engine does when you're building a ship. So they basically built a ship on a grid and then they let the engine do its thing. And the path that it set up inside the ship was completely convoluted. And so people were theorizing like, hey, I think maybe it takes the shortest path from like the cockpit to the cargo bay doors. Right. Because this guy built a giant like grid, but the the path was S-shaped. But then when he actually went into the ship, it was nothing like that. It was like corridors and dead ends and all kinds of weird stuff. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not as intuitive as you want it to be. Here's what I think is the, the quick fix and then what they need to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Number one, the quick fix is there needs to be a, a button before you spend any money that's just let me tour, let Without me tour doubt. my ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shouldn't be too difficult, I wouldn't think. The second thing that is probably way more difficult, but it's similar to the game Subnautica, you can build two, like, let's call them habs, like habitats or rooms next to each other. Mm-hmm. And then from the inside, you can go, I'm going to break down this wall. This is going to be open. This is going to be a door. This is going to be a window. You're going to break down the wall between the living room and the kitchen. It's going to make it look so much bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then we can do House Hunters uh, Starfield Edition. This couple has (laughs) $950,000. They're 25 and just graduated college. Yeah. He's a cat (laughs) wrangler. (laughs) She's a stay-at-home. She does crochet uh, turtles. Her budget is... $3 $3 million. million. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. There should be a button. Let me tour the ship real quick yeah. before I drop 
25,000 credits on what this three things I just built. There's some cockpits right. that look really cool from the outside. So my ship looks awesome. And then I get in there and I'm like, wow, I can barely see the space, the space and sky and, and the battle going on. It's like driving a Lamborghini Countach. Like you cannot <laughs> see anything. You look super cool driving it around, but yeah. can't back up. Oh, well. We can dream. We can yeah. we can add things to our wish list. Well, speaking of uh, ships and landing your ship on on new planets, a user named uh, Donovan Van Rensburg asked if uh, you feel guilty mowing down hordes of wildlife, especially when they look so cool. Do you feel guilty at all when you, you know, land on these planets and discover awesome new wildlife and then kill them mercilessly? I, I wish I could say that I do. Like, I wish I was like, because I consider myself a pretty deep role player. We've talked about how difficult it is to be evil in games and mm -hmm. talk about whatever, but... I see a bunch of XP running around. That's what I see. <laughs> so I For some people, it's dinner. For others, <laughs> it's XP. I can't help myself if I, I, from point A to point B is strewn with the bodies of dead XP bonuses. Even the cute ones? I mean, I understand like the ugly mm. worm insect looking ones. Yeah. It depends on the day. There's days where I just don't care. I, I'm just going to, it. to me, I go, it's a game. But then I will say there are days where I'm like, oh, that's cute. Now, if they didn't incentivize you with XP, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't waste the ammo. You're absolutely right. Because, cold blood. yep, it would be a waste of ammo. And then it would just feel a little bit psychotic. Yeah, a little sedu <laughs> seductive. I mean, <laughs> was it I, vindictive? I remember uh, when I was playing The Division 2 when it first came out. And in The Division 2, it's like post-apocalyptic and there's deer running around. It's like kind of weirdly beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the deer were not supposed to award XP when you shot them to death. But there was a bug in the game that where they were awarding XP. So, so I remember the patch notes for that game said, deer no longer give XP, stop shooting them, you animals. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> calling out the, <laughs> the player base. But it was all fun and games. But um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. they incentivized it. So you do what comes natural. Some of the animals actually in Starfield will only give like one XP. Mm -hmm. And when I see that one XP, then I go, oh. Okay. Right. And then Especially <laughs> like the flying hordes. You're just like, why am I chasing around just firing shotgun pellets into the air when yeah. they're only awarding one XP and it's taking me all this time? Yeah. But if you go onto a high level planet and there are some like serious beasts and they're like some of the some animals are dropping like 70, 90 XP. Oh, wow. So if like on. Yeah. Like I was just searching out like high level planets. I'm not even at the highest. And with animals dropping up to 90 XP, yes, yeah. I am going to be killing a bunch of those. This has nothing really to do with what we're talking about it. And it's not in the notes, but it just reminded me, is there an easy way to know how much thermal I need? <laughs> because I, I lately I'm landing on cold, freezing cold planets. I have like 90 thermal protection and I'm still getting frostbite. So, and yeah. I don't have any other equipment currently. So it just seems like, and it's also a quest. It's a fairly early quest. Like I'm still in my twenties and uh, I'm doing these, you know, quests on freezing cold planets and I'm getting frostbite and stuff. I mean, I can cure, it's not that big a deal, but it just seems like. No, I know what you mean because I have seen this as a criticism levied at the game. And it's one of those things that because I'm a simp and because I love the game, I like turn a blind eye to it. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of true that it's it's kind of just all over the place. Well, it's I, harder to 
level up your gear too. Like I finally got my first mod on my helmet and it was like ballistics protection or whatever. But what I need is like, how do I quickly add thermal to my spacesuit, to my boost pack, to my helmet so that it all adds up to 120 or whatever the minimum threshold. And plus, I don't know what the minimum threshold is for a planet. It'd be nice if like, if you scan the planet, it would say something like you need 120 thermal protection or else you're going to get frostbite. I would like to see some more care given to this type of thing because I think it'd be very cool to have a suit on your ship that's for cold weather. Right, and that's why. a suit why... that's for hot weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And um, and then it's like, oh, I'm going into battle. Like this one shields me against ballistics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe somebody will correct us. Like possibly when you go to craft bonuses onto your suit, mm-hmm. maybe you can. But at the moment, I don't know. It, it really feels like it does not matter what kind of protection you have on your suit. If mm-hmm. you go to a cold planet, you're getting frostbite. I would like to see that change. It's funny because I, I open up my pod bay doors. I walk down the ramp. Sarah's like, oh, it's it's snowing. She's like, this is so beautiful. And then I'm like, you have frostbite. <laughs> and then I'm like, Sarah, well. Sarah, I'm dying. <laughs> so then I go back inside. I don't know. It's a minor yeah. grievance ultimately, but no, it's but just. We want to role play. And I, I like that's that's definitely what I want. In Skyrim, part of this survival mode is being cold. Mm-hmm. And it's actually done very well to the point where I would have an armor set that was better protecting against melee and swords and arrows. Right. And then I had an armor set that was very warm. Magic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I had one that was very warm. I thought and you were going to say it protect you from for magic. Well, that that would also, I mean, you can do that too. Right. I'd love to see that come to Starfield. Yeah, I'm glad you said Skyrim because someone had mentioned the loading times in Starfield versus Skyrim. And Starfield, there's there's more loading screens because there's bigger things happening. You know, when you yeah. when you get to a new space, it's it's the size of Skyrim. Right. So, of course there has to be a loading screen, but criticism is that because there are these extra loading screens, it breaks the immersion a little bit like whereas Skyrim almost had there were our loading screens every time you go in a house and whatnot but you could spend 30 minutes wandering the which you can do in Starfield too yeah. I mean I really you know I yeah don't know. it's it just feels like there's more loading screens in in Starfield I will agree that it feels that way and, and it probably that is probably true however like you said you can explore the outside mm-hmm. of a huge Area. You could spend an hour without getting a loading screen. Yeah. Yeah. When I when and honestly, I, this this doesn't bother me. I just wanted to bring it up just in case. Yeah. There were people thinking about that. I guess it's worth the discussion. I yeah. will say it's a weird comparison to make because Skyrim is an old game, mm-hmm. which means it is every single character, every item has less polygons. You know, there's there's the textures are lower, and I know people mod it out and everything, but it's an old game. Of course, it's going to load fast. And I'm a console player. I remember playing Skyrim on the 360. The loading screens were insanely mm, long. They were long. The, the screen, Starfield is new. The graphics are much better, even though people like to pretend that they're not. But some of the pictures, like in our Discord, some of the nature photography coming Mm -hmm. out of this game stunning looks real it looks like real mountains in the distance Mm -hmm. and all that stuff as i get older my eyesight gets worse (laughs) i cannot distinguish it from reality but my point is that it's a new game the the stuff that we're seeing is all different from skyrim so it's a Mm -hmm. weird comparison but i will agree 
Yes. When you're jumping around from place to place to place, it, it feels like loading screen simulator. But when you drop onto a planet and you're exploring, you're not going to see a loading screen for a long time. So that's the same as Skyrim. When you're outside, you're not going to see one for a long time. When you're in town, oh, let me go up to Dragon's Reach, loading screen. When I mm-hmm. Let me go into my house, loading screen. Let me go into the tavern, loading screen. I don't, that's like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. My graphics I, card is about two years old, so it's not like the latest, greatest. And it wasn't the top of the line two years ago even. But the loading screens are not long at all. Yeah. One thing that I think makes them feel longer is like the old Muzak in the elevator. You're just looking at a black screen yeah right so it's maybe it feels a little bit longer even though it's pretty short yeah you just kind of get that black screen with the the logo spinning or filling up on the right side and then that's it it's usually pretty brief someone who did it really well was uh in the mass effect games the loading screens were like seeing the ship flying through hyperspace it was things like that or if you're in a certain area the loading screen was that town and it was like a bird's eye view of that town. You could see the traffic flying. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I love how they did that because even during a loading screen, you either felt like you were watching your ship flying or you felt like you were just looking out at the, the city. Mm-hmm. And Starfield does do that. I mean, like we talked about the getting up animation that's hiding a loading screen or like the yeah. going from a, you know an outpost to one of the inside things where you go through the two doors. Yeah. You know, that's masking a, a little loading thing, I yeah. think. I think Otherwise, so. Otherwise, why I, would they have it and why would it be so long? Well, some people pointed out that they'll they'll have those two doors somewhere and then there will be another part of the building where you can just drop in and out. I feel like it, it's almost like if you go through the doors, it's not necessarily a loading screen, but sort of like a reset. Like, I feel like it, it's sort of like setting the, the scene and setting all the props. And it can still do that if you just drop in. It's just that you might, you know, when you run around Skyrim and you see a mammoth fall out of the sky. Right. I feel like you would see that if it weren't for those two doors. Interesting. Hmm. That's just, I'm just a theory <laughs> based sure. on nothing. But the thing is, you know, people playing all these other games and they're like, why does Starfield load this way or why does it load when I go inside? And it's like you are comparing the game to other games that don't have a million things that you can pick up, mm-hmm. a million things in that room that are affected by physics. And why do that? Why why does Bethesda do that? Well, it makes a difference when you cast your anti-gravity power and you see all these things float up Mm -hmm. that's that magical moment where you should be going oh i see why they did it this way right just moving around and interacting with with the the world yeah it's very cool to have stuff moving you know and interacting with and these objects that are feel like they are real objects in the world i remember uh when the the first time i saw a grenade go off and it a, a desk nearby had its its drawers just like came out mm, that's and cool. it was like kind of a cool little physics moment well they are constantly upgrading the game as proven by patch 1.8.86 yeah which uh went live uh i don't know a couple days ago La- last yep yeah, last week or so mm-hmm. uh i i really like this patch it's a very it's a small patch yeah but- nothing crazy i mean the, the big thing was for pc players with nvidia cards and yes. we got the DL- dlss which in my particular case did make a significant difference. That, that's what I was saying. The weird thing about it was I start the game up knowing that that patch had gone live and I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. 
I start playing and I'm not seeing anything different, right? So obviously go into my graphics settings. It's still set to the AMD chip. Uh, someone said that if you let the NVIDIA uh, GeForce experience optimize the game for you, sometimes it's excellent. Sometimes it defaults it to the lowest settings on everything. Oh. Point is, if you just got the patch, go in and you have an NVIDIA card on PC, go in there, play around, play around with the settings because you'll likely improve oh, your good. visuals significantly. Okay. My biggest thing was shadows and detail. I was, I think I was playing on low on a lot of stuff because of frame rate. Right. Now I'm playing on, I think, medium to high on a lot of things. And it's it obviously looks way, way better. So. And I saw your frame rate's good. It looks good. Yeah. For me on, on the Series X, I've actually just been a big fan of being able to tweak the brightness and contrast and, and all of that right. stuff. And even with minimal tweaks... It definitely looks better mm. than it did before. Yeah, because it's personalized for you. It's personalized, right? and it also looks a lot less washed out. I was noticing, um, I took this screenshot where these like spider creatures that were like very orange, mm -hmm. like very like really popped against the the greenery of the planet. So that's that's nice to see. So I, I'm I'm enjoying it, and I'm enjoying uh, just eating all of the food that I see. <laughs> immediately yeah i mean we've been talking about this one since i don't know early <laughs> yeah but it's nice to finally have it in the in the game where you can walk by grab a chunk and eat it without having to put it into your inventory select it from your in inventory yeah. and then eat it in from within your inventory screen unless you're collecting chunks i've seen uh someone that had these bins they just had bins and <laughs> Bins of chunks. And actually, I realized how to decorate with items. So, because before I was like trying to just drop, you know, like Galacticat, mm -hmm. drop him somewhere, but then he would fly. I had one go missing. So when you're in your house or your outpost, you can drop the item on the floor, but then go into build mode and then you can click on oh, that you item. Can manipulate it in build mode. And oh. it will snap Smart. to countertops and tables. And you kind of lock uh, it in place that way, or it, you can still will, pick it up later. No, you can pick it up, but, but it's, it's not like knocking it over when you walk. You into won't it. knock over. In fact, ah. I was shooting. I was shooting with a gun, a Galactic Cat, trying to, and it wouldn't move. Mm -hmm. It was staying right where I put him. Nice. I was like, okay, now I can work with this. Now I can decorate my outpost. That's very cool. Did not know that. Speaking of things that we didn't know, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's not a lot. There's, there's, <laughs> surprise me. Somebody found and posted on No Sodium Starfield, the subreddit, Guy0785 found a minefield in space. Mm. What it is, it's a bunch of rows of lights mm -hmm. in the middle of space. Okay. A and he... Wait, he, not by a planet? Has to be by a planet. It must be by a planet. Yeah. Yeah, he found this row of... These rows of lights, decided to investigate. As soon as his ship hit one... It blew up. Wow. That's uh, cool. The theory is that these are leftover mines from the war from mm -hmm. between Freestar Collective and the UC. I have not found this yeah, myself. That is really cool. You see a bunch of lights. It's not Do candy. Not, yeah, don't go toward the light. <laughs> well, yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to a modder named Ansi who created the Earth Restored mod which makes Earth habitable again by giving back its atmosphere. They added lots of flora and resources, oh, wow. gold, platinum, plutonium, neon, xenon, and more. 
So they added fauna for land, sky, and water with creatures like terramorphs, sea bats, leaf bug, grazers. I just thought that was cool because I'm an, I'm an optimist. It breaks yeah. my heart that Earth is a dust ball. Yeah. So it must have, uh, you know, have broken ANSI's heart as well because they made an entire <laughs> yeah. mod fixing Earth. So yeah. shout out to the Earth Restored mod. Like we could fix up Earth again to some degree. It will always be within mankind's best interest to try to fix or repair the Earth if it gets to this point, I would yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another mod that I found pretty interesting. Somebody made a, a mod for a no dialogue camera when you go out to mm. talk to people. So basically it won't zoom in oblivion style right. or I should say Starfield style now. I will say it's interesting because it makes it look like Skyrim. They go up and talk to someone and they just start talking. And it just I guess it sort of locks you in place. I don't know. Maybe you can walk around. But basically the camera doesn't zoom in on that. Right. I could see downloading installing that one along with the mod that allows you to take all your companions with you, which is what? interesting. So if you <laughs> if you like a crowd and you hate the camera, then That's install funny. these two together and start the dialogue. That's funny. I, I have to say though, even though when I was hyped for Starfield, the one thing that I wasn't super into was the close-up camera for dialogue. However, I see the point of it because the difference in detail in someone's face from when they're just standing around, like if you're just standing around and you sort of it's manipulate the camera, face. yeah, mm -hmm. it's really low res, low detail. And then when it zooms in on their face, it gives like very high detail. I get why they did it. It seems to me that the point was they wanted like that connection with characters by giving them a lot of detail in their face. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of criticisms for the animations. I think the animations are fine. I think they're good. I think they're fine. Uh, I think they're, it can get wonky, but what game doesn't get wonky? Like, There's always a little bit of Uncanny Valley when you're yeah. dealing with humanoids, you know, and... Even mocap stuff comes across uncanny. Like, yeah, you're, you know, it's almost Christmas where you're going to be watching uh, um, the Polar Express, which is like <laughs> yeah. early mocap, and it's like super uncanny valley that all the nightmare, time. Nightmare, <laughs> that nightmare, nightmare film. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and I'll probably, I don't know, this might be somewhat controversial, but I, I would actually argue that the close-up camera and the detailed face facial uh, animations, mm -hmm. I, th I would actually credit that with kind of how I felt about some of these characters getting towards the end of the game, like yeah. actually caring about these characters. I think I would credit the close-up camera. In, and I, I have to say, I hated it when I first saw the, it in previews. I was like, oh, no, not Oblivion style. But now, like, I get it. However, this mod, totally. Like, I could see, because I've already beat the game, I, I would, I'm that type of person that I would say, oh, let me play the again, but with this mod, like where it doesn't zoom in on their faces. Sure. And I've never been bothered by the dialogue that much or like the, that camera. Me personally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. There's people out there that want it. You know, I wouldn't mind talking about this movie poster that mm -hmm. I saw in Starfield. So there's a movie poster that is for some sort of like action film or, uh, it's called The Silence of Sand. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And uh, so it's this, uh, you know, world building poster that shows that there's there was a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of reminds me of the movie Oblivion, which is interesting because they have a game called Oblivion. But this right. is the Tom Cruise movie that I'm talking about. Right. It's a sci-fi movie. And look, in this movie poster, it's a dude leaning on a small hovercraft that's like over the the land. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like expect too much, but this almost oh, makes me... Oh, I see where you're me, going with this. Yeah, it took me a minute. It almost makes me wonder if that little land speeder is coming to the game as a pilotable vehicle. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. There you Todd have it. Todd <laughs> is completely against vehicles in game. Yeah. We don't know why. Well, I... <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because I was thinking earlier today, I'm like, with us discussing Starfield and thinking about Starfield, talking about it, ultimately, are we having fun with it? That's because it's a video game. It's designed to be fun. And then that made me think, well, why wouldn't the developers put stuff in the game? I mean, everybody has their own personal thing of what they find fun, but I feel like they're per purposely holding back things that could be fun in the game like crazy weapons land speeders yeah. vehicles rated r stuff yeah like some like kind the of crazier some, stuff like yeah the edgier stuff, stuff. And, yeah where is where is that and why are they withholding that back are they saving something for the expansions mm-hmm. uh i could see it that way yeah I, we're so early in the in the game honestly that we it's yeah. hard to really put credence in these criticisms with, without yeah. you know saying well they have plenty of time to add more content there it's such a difference from like i i don't like this concept of release a game and then finish it later mm-hmm. however i don't believe that that is what starfield has done i don't i do not believe that bethesda does that because at the end of the day the game that was released two months ago, was it a complete game? Yes. Mm -hmm. It is so very complete. I have played so many games that are five hours, six hours, 12 hours. Right. Uh, Even just going straight through this game, I feel like it's a 20 to 30 hour game. Then there's hundreds of hours of other stuff that you can do. It is a complete game, but you are absolutely right that the game is not even close to being done. Like, in that the game's finished as a game, but then they have all these expansions that they have planned. That's how it's been since Oblivion. Right. Uh, and maybe before I just that, feel I like didn't play Morrowind. They're scratching the surface of what could be. Sure. Let's take, for example, the boost pack. I want the boost pack to blow my socks off. Like when I hit the boost pack, I want to go flying yeah. way into the, and I have fully maxed out four points in it, right? And yeah. it doesn't feel that much different. I mean- Granted, it was like a boiling, a frog boiling in water, like little increments to get yep. to. But still, like, like if you put me in, if I started a brand new game, did the boost pack versus the one I have now, it's not that much yeah. difference. And I'm it, like, I want to go. I want to be boosted, baby. <laughs> I, I would, I would say even so, boost pack, uh, melee weapons. Maybe it's just that they put in all these things that have so much more potential. We have to see a melee content, abilities, uh, Please, weapons. I would love that. 
uh, dual wielding, uh, like mm -hmm. anything like that. Uh, and then boost pack. Yeah. Like how cool would it be to, to smack an enemy with a stick on their space helmet and it cracks and oh then they like, they gosh. die from like exposure. <laughs> like, holy crap. You see, like like you the see oxygen going out of their, yeah. I should be, that I should would, be at Bethesda. That would be idea so much man fun. Number one. <laughs> That's what I want on my door. Super idea, man. Cracking someone's faceplate and seeing the, the, the oxygen gas out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, be, so, be so, cool. so awesome. And modders are going to make these things happen. But I kind of like the problem with mods is sometimes they're buggy because they're just made by Joe down, yeah. the, down the street. Mods interacting with other mods can sometimes play havoc. And what you end up doing, it's like the car guy, you know, who's working on his car every Sunday instead of driving it. It's because he changed the ignition. He did all these other little things to it. And now it's become... <laughs> a brand new car it doesn't it's not field tested it doesn't work with the other parts maybe it's a little bit dangerous <laughs> yeah yeah so it's kind of like that like that, stand too close that's why i want like bethesda to yeah use those 250 people that they got working over there and make me a boost pack that feels like a boost pack yeah. michael I, they, there's gonna be the, the the boost pack workshop update i hope for I sure know. i you did know, see a cool just to throw this on top there's a cool weapon thing that Apparently it's like a, it's for a coachman and you shoot out like sparks kind of. Oh. So it's like a spread. But the cool thing about this is you shoot it in the air and then it rains down like AOE oh, on really? a group of enemies. <laughs> That's so, cool. Uh, yeah. I forget what it's called, but maybe we'll find it and put it in the Discord. So yeah, I, I love the game. And like a post that I saw recently, I consider this game now to be uh, what they called an everyday comfort game. Because mm, I can heard that. Yeah. So I saw a post saying that and I thought, wow, you know, it really is for me because I um, be, because of some Black Friday deals, I recently got Resident Evil 4. I got Dredge finally. Ooh, and yeah, I got, that looks fun. Yeah, I'm excited to play that. And I also got a game. What do you do in that game? You dredge. You dredge. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what you what do. You, do. <laughs> you dredge it up. Dredge it up, baby. And I also got Teardown. Um, which oh, is yeah. very fully fun. destructible environments, right? Yeah, yeah, that looked cool. It it's super fun, um, but I'll play those games, and then you know, most nights I'll still find a little time for Starfield. Mm -hmm. Jump in and like, it's a game that I very much like Skyrim was. It's a game that is sort of just another life that you can jump in and be at your outpost, kill pirates, whatever. Right. Um, you know, I like that you can just... I don't think I'm at that point yet because I'm still very new in the game. I feel obligated to work on the story. Yes. So I'm yep. not at the point where I can just go in and like, oh, I guess I'm just going to go explore today. I'm like, I no, agree. I need to go finish the Crimson quest I line. agree. It really can't be that way while you're getting through the stories. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, I, I agree with that. It's sort of like when um, like No Man's Sky has a story... Mm -hmm. um, and it's lame. It's, <laughs> it's super lame, it's a, bro. It's a, it's no, a, I, don't, I have no idea. It's Dwayne, fine. Dwayne doesn't know. He's just he's I haven't messing. played it. He's messing. I'm just a it, hater. It's a cool story, but it's it's very low key. And then when it was over, that's when I was like, oh, cool. Now I can play the game. I mm -hmm. can just play the game. And Starfield is like not like that. I'm not comparing it, but in a way, it is where you can finish the story, and then you're just like, I'm shipbuilding today and exploring today. I think that's why I never completed Grand Theft Auto 
main story quests because that game I felt okay to just go in and drive and yeah. wreak havoc ad nauseum. Yeah, just it forever. Kind of, yeah, it kind of encourages that and rewards does, you for it. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of exploring, we should talk about uh, our amazing group that we have in our Discord, and that's the Starfield Adventure Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, for anyone new to the podcast... We have uh, the Starfield Adventure Club is where we all go to the same planet and we take screenshots, we tell stories, we make up stories. It's a really great way to take a single player game and turn it into a sort of a multiplayer experience uh, or at least a community experience. I should also say that every week we pick an entry. So an entry could be a story, could be an amazing screenshot. We pick one and that member of the discord actually gets a starfield adventure club coffee mug that we send right out to you if you if you win one Mm -hmm. so where did we go last week last week we all went to groombridge 8a so that is a moon in the groombridge system so that was directly up from cheyenne and this is a really interesting planet it's it's kind of it's it's pretty to look at and then it has some crazy animals there's one that sort of looks like a big sort of like a chicken dinosaur um but it's it was a lot of fun and we like always got some amazing screenshots and stories we should do some shout outs uh, anticipation yeah. is killing me who wins the the coffee who mug is gonna win well and what we're will gonna they find put out. in the coffee mug coffee or maybe maybe chocolate? maybe tea hot chocolate maybe just water booze oh yeah that's that's the best idea. It is the season to put some little Jägermeister in your uh, coffee. Or actually not Jägermeister, um, Kahlua. A little Kahlua in the coffee. Why not? Yeah, so Rambo 590 kicked it off with a, an awesome uh, screenshot from Groombridge. But it is a beautiful uh, shot of the planet. And the planet is just like really huge in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love landing on these moons and seeing that type of stuff. Yeah. Also want to shout out Cherry Bomb RN for posting a sort of a a nice collection of of shots from Groombridge. I 8. did like the ones that she posted. She's got some animal pictures and stuff like that. Pre mass murder or post mass murder? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we'll get some pictures that are like beautiful landscapes, and then you look closer. Uh, wait, wait a minute, and there's just animals all over the place. Mm-hmm. A drifting dusty has a beautiful shot. Of a moon as they uh, as they approach the planet, Groombridge. Yeah, it's sort of a you know encased by this this light from the star that's nearby, um, mm. and there's a bunch of space debris in the sky. Uh, very. Would you cool. say at the beginning of the podcast, you're terrible at describing things? I am terrible <laughs> no, at describing no. things. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. I just. Oh, now I liked this post a lot from Be Serious. Some intense imagery of an abandoned outpost on Groombridge. And Be Serious actually mentions that a group of spacers had occupied the outpost. What's interesting is, you know, sometimes the spacers will give you a chance to back off. And they had done that. And Be Serious decides, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to move away because he heard a rumor that some spacers have occupied abandoned outposts to leave their old life behind. Right. And go legit. And so that's kind of fun uh, world building where... Mm-hmm. And they know, actually let him walk away. Let him walk away. Yep. Nice. You know, that'd be nice to get a little XP 
bonus, bonus for, yep. for walking away from a battle so that you're sort of incentivized not always to just engage. Just to open fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got some great ones, including one from uh, Lima New Delhi. I said that perfectly, by the way. Yeah, I think you nailed it. He's running around in a swimsuit. He's got the... Uh, um, Little gosh, speedo. What's the name of the Paradiso. The Paradiso. The Paradiso swimsuit. Swimsuit, yeah. We need more swimsuits in the game, by the way. Yes. Yeah, he's running around. He's encountered some dinosaur-like creatures, and uh, what looks like a what is that? A spider? A giant spider on it, a wall? It or does. Is that I think else? it's actually. Oh, oh you know actually, what? It's a cactus. Mm -hmm. Ow, so that looks spiky. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's only wearing a speedo, and he's running right towards it. Don't do that. Dangerous. I love uh, Sarah Solis. I love their uh, pose in front of the moon, the bright moon. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like silhouetted against the moon. Um, and of course, like all these great screenshots and stories you can check out uh, by clicking on the link in the description. Go to our Discord. Come hang out. Come participate. It is like the best Starfield community on the entire internet. Absolutely. But we have a winner of the coveted coffee mug. Starfield Adventure yes. Club coffee mug. Who won? Who won this Who week, Michael? Won? Yes, the winner of the coffee mug, the official Starfield Adventure Club coffee mug is Rambo 590. Not necessarily for that first picture, but another picture they posted where they are greeting the animal of the planet, a very strange looking creature, and it, it looks like they're petting this animal on the mm -hmm. nose. I love that animal too. It's like just very cool looking. Yeah, it's like kind of goofy but interesting, and mm -hmm. and uh, you know anyone familiar with the screenshot tool will see that Rambo is using the the wave uh, pose for his character, right? But it doesn't even look like that. It looks like he's just reaching up and petting this creature on the nose. Rambo, you're getting a mug. Thank you for participating. Thank you everyone for participating. Yeah. You know, Rambo doesn't have a whole lot of one-liners like Arnold. Arnold movies. Hundreds yeah. of one-liners, but the Rambo movies, I can't think of any. I can't think of any. Are one-liners in uh, Arnold's contract? Like he's got to have gotta a be. certain amount of one-liners per every movie. Because mm -hmm. it was, it was even in like Batman. Like they always, he always has one-liners oh, in all of his you, movies. Now I'm, I'm running the Iceman cometh uh, lines in my head. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so Don't bad. Kill the dinosaurs, <laughs> the Ice Edge. The ice edge. <laughs> yeah. We've got to announce where we're all going for this week's Starfield Adventure Club. We should indeed. And we are going to, drumroll please, Leviathan 4. That sounds exciting. Hey, Michael, do you remember the 80s horror undersea motion picture called Leviathan? I don't. I think I've heard of it. It's actually kind of good. I mean, yeah. this is nostalgia speaking. It's probably terrible. <laughs> yeah. Leviathan 4. It is, uh, I don't know, just a little hop, skip, and a jump to the right from Wolf. So Yeah, uh, I think you know, most people of, know where Wolf is. Yeah, you, Leviathan Force, so that's mm -hmm. a planet, not a moon. It is. It's a rocky planet, and it has a temperate uh, zone. Sounds very pleasant. Place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very pleasant. Sounds I'm nice. sure nothing will go wrong. No. Well, that's exciting. I can't wait. Uh, it's. I got to say, here is exactly what I thought was going to happen with this Adventure Club. It's actually blown me away because what I thought would happen was that you and I would have a fun time just talking about our adventures. Right. It's so much better now because we see everyone talking about their adventures and seeing these screenshots all of the same planet during the week. There's a familiarity to it that is very fun. 
I love that. I love being like, oh, I saw those creatures too. Mm-hmm. And now they're seeing it. We're all experiencing it together. Yep. So that'll be fun. Yep, Leviathan yep. 4. Super cool. And Rambo, congratulations on uh, on your win. Now, I do need to shout out one other thing okay. that is coming to our Discord. Ooh. This is going to be... Uh, happening every Sunday. Well, it will start, it will be announced every Sunday. We're going to be doing a ship building event. Nice. So every week there will be a theme. Uh, there, you know, there will be... Can certain, one be food? So, sure. <laughs> I, I, want to I think that's food a great idea. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. But I have to say, I want to shout out a couple members of the Discord mm. who are actually helping us organize this and put it together. So... Baz and Oliver are two very, you know, active members of the community, and now they're going to be uh, sort of taking charge of this weekly event. They're helping us out with this. Very excited. There's a lot of people that want to do some shipbuilding stuff, and we're going to do it as a community, and I'm going to participate too. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I have done a little bit of shipbuilding. I need to get in there and do more to really learn it before I can even think about uh, participating in this. Well, you know what? I'm sure it'll be fun just to try anyway. You know, and and I, I spoke with Baz and Oliver about some, you know, we talked about some of the ground rules. Mm-hmm. We actually talked about how you can go in and build without actually purchasing the ship. Mm-hmm. So you can stay in the ship builder and take screenshots of your build. Oh, yeah. Um, then you don't have to actually outlay the credits. You can still build it, in effect, in the ship builder. Yeah. And then just not purchase it. It's going live this Sunday. Uh, In the Starfield Discord, there is going to be a new thread, and it's called DRIVE. And that stands for Deep Space Research and Interstellar Vehicle Engineering. DRIVE. Yeah, we really wanted it to have a nice acronym. Not just a Ryan Gosling movie. Not not anymore. Not mm -hmm. just that. Yeah. Not just a mediocre movie that everyone loves. <laughs> oh, really? How dare you? I love that movie. <laughs> I need to rewatch it. Um, so much tone. Sometimes I just say things that I know will make people mad. <laughs> have you checked your mail lately? Because <laughs> you probably now have more hate mail. Here it comes. Yeah. No, I really want to. I've seen some of these uh, shipbuilding tutorials and I'm like, I am going to sit down and do one of these because I really want that SR-71, you know, classic airplane-shaped yeah. ship or whatever, you know, like, or just like the big bulky cargo deal. I'll see some of these builds and I just, it just makes me go, oh, I need a build. I need to build a ship so because I'm, I'm missing out. Can you build, you can't build Star, because Starborn ships are different, right? You yeah, you can't, can't like get those pieces. Those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you Yet. can't, you, and you can't work on them. Oh, yeah, mm. you know there's got to be like a Starborn uh, crafting update someday. They should. Yeah. Let's hope. I bet I bet they will. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to another week of Starfield with Normal People. We really appreciate everyone that's listening. If you have friends that like Starfield and are into chill discussion about the game, Make sure you tell them about the podcast. Thank you for listening on Spotify, Apple, and for anyone watching on our YouTube channel. All of our links are provided in the show notes below. Yeah, and extra special thanks for comments and feedback. If you have a comment, suggestion, or an in-game story to share, you can leave a comment on our YouTube channel page thing. Yeah. Right there. Just typeity type it. 
Just right typeity type it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can clickety click if you want. But if you like the show, consider dropping a five star review on your favorite podcast app. That really helps us out a lot. And thanks for traveling the Starfield with us. Make sure you subscribe because we will be back for more next week. Yes, we will. And we will see you then. Bye.